Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Advice from Your Besties. That's it. Q&A. Well, you know, it's slowly becoming advice to insights. Yeah. <laughs> we get that. But, you know, yeah. it's catchy. We'll just stick with it. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Ask us anything. Ask us anything. Apparently, we have to answer yeah. everything truthfully. Everything. It feels a little like exposure but when you think about it like that. So it's just like... Tell us everything. Tell us everything. What what would you ask your friend? Ask us. Because we're that interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So first question. When did you lose your virginity? (laughs) I was 15. So I guess I was probably going into like freshman year of high school. Me and my best friend lost our virginity on the same night. Okay. Different places and locations and like not planned at all. I don't think it was planned. I think it was. I think it was kind of just like, oh, it's like totally going to happen. Oh my god, you guys! And then, and like the embarrassing thing happened, where like you bleed your first time. Did you have that happen? Yeah, and it was like, but not when you better. Oh, you know, <laughs> I bled way earlier. No, I bled, and it was like. Wait, remember uh, that guy that I told you that I dated in Buffalo? The one that thanked me for dating him. Uh-huh. He and on his parents' bed. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god! He's like, no, it's great. Uh- and I was like, what? What? I didn't, I had no idea what had happened. Oh, like I didn't even know that. I, I didn't either. I didn't know that it happened until no. like I heard about it from someone else that it happened. After the fact. Yeah. And I, I was know. like, what? I didn't know you could, I didn't have sex with him. Oh. But I still, he, he was still able he, to do that. He got a little aggressive. Not Everyone. aggressive, but he used. Those fingers were aggressive. <laughs> effective he was great i really think that like yeah. most of him i can't believe that made you bleed he must have been like <laughs> ram riding this because yeah, <laughs> i remember okay, it was kind elbow. of painful. yeah up to the elbow i'm like damn <laughs> wasn't it painful i don't remember oh, i feel like it was kind of painful and then i know it was, know, like, it was probably like the inside was kind yeah. of wait and how old are you 17? 18? 18? 17. No, 17. Oh. I was going into my, I think that was my junior year. It was the same year I moved away. Gotcha. You're like, thank you. I will be leaving town now. Bye. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 it's okay. But his mom would like see me like in the bedroom because he lived in the cellar, you know, and they convert a bedroom oh. so she could see into the cellar oh. and she saw me get what? So I was like, oh my god! He was like, no, my mom was really excited for me. Oh my god! Because it was his senior year, and he finally got this girlfriend that was doing all the things, and so she was so supportive of our relationship. That is weird. I've never had a supportive mother-in-law ever since. They've all hated me. Huh? <laughs> anyway, interesting. Yeah, actually, this like first boyfriend I had, his mom loved me so much. Well, of course, he did. Yeah. Of course. They all love me. I, they should be loving me. <laughs> yeah. They think it's like trash vibes, but I'm as good as it gets. <laughs> and I feel like I lived in such a small town. It's like, yep, turn 15. It's about time. Like, Ew. I know. That's kind of what it seemed like. I feel like the boys just like started so young. Well, how old were they? 15? 14, 15. So they were sleeping with older women? Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Ew. And I remember that they would just like sit around watching porn together. I'm like, where did you grow up? In a small town. 
You guys Wisconsin. are Wow, you guys are fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like you start drinking when you're like 13. <laughs> oh my God. Maybe really? 14. Yes. Oh my God. I think I started drinking when I was like 14 or 15. Probably 15. That sounds reasonable. Yeah. And then with that, then you're like, now's a good time to have sex. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. go hand in hand. I have hand. no morals anymore. <laughs> what the fuck? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> what else is there? So yeah, it was, a slip- it was a slippery, slippery slope. Slippery. Slippery. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what other questions do you have? <laughs> What's your greatest lesson from a failed date? I don't know. How about a failed marriage? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From a failed marriage. What's your greatest lesson? Don't do it. Don't do it. No, you should do it. <laughs> Sorry, come again? Like, you should get married. Oh, I'm talking about oh. a failed marriage. Oh. As opposed to a failed date. Oh, yeah. You think I should get married for the third time? If it's a good one. <laughs> Even if it's a bad You know what? Dust yourself off and try again. Try again, try again. That song. Okay. But no. Okay. Well, what's your life lesson from what's a your failed marriage? List, what's your okay, decade I'm, of yeah? Um, the red flags you may see when dating only only get redder with time, right? And they yeah. become in, entrenched in the personality, and so if your person likes to go drinking and is a big drinker. The likelihood of them quitting is very limited and maybe low. That certainly doesn't, not for everybody, I get it. But like, I saw a bunch of red flags, but I couldn't see them at that age. Mm-hmm. It's only now, thanks to TikTok <laughs> and the definition of narcissism, that I can see it was always right there. And I'm just, <laughs> I'm just laughing because on TikTok everyone's a narcissist. Laugh for you. A narcissist. He's a narcissist. You have narcissistic personality. Narcissistic tendencies. Everyone's a narcissist. Like people are using narcissists. I'm like, no, you're not. Come over and spend a night at my house. That's the real deal. Oh my god. But I know it's been so watered down that they just think it means like he's not a great person. Weaponizing me. (laughs) Bombing me. But he did do all those things. Uh But they didn't they weren't educating people like to that extent. Mm -hmm. There weren't words that you could label. So you know, I know everybody's doing their best at that at their particular moment, Mm -hmm. whether anything you're doing. I always say that people are doing their best at that moment in time. Yeah. Like, don't beat yourself up. Mm-hmm. And I really did want all those things. But I think, here, here's how I can sum it up. I forced him to conform to the life I wanted when subconsciously and a little bit, like, externally expressing, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, sure you can. And he really was being so honest and truthful but I couldn't accept that. Mm-hmm. And so I know so I've been punished every day since. <laughs> so you should. <laughs> yeah, you know, listen. Or don't. <laughs> don't. And learn from experience. <laughs> or just call yeah. me and we can, <laughs> I can support. I would say uh, <laughs> if they do something that you find so cringy and you can't stand yeah. it, like, immediately, it's not going to grow on you. No, it's no. It's going to annoy the shit out of you forever. <laughs> Like this guy that I accidentally dated in college, he's playing guitar when I was trying to watch Real Housewives, and I wanted to hit him with that guitar over the head so badly. I'm like, shut up. I'm trying to watch Housewives. 
I was so irritated. But I let it ride out because school was almost over for the summer. And I was like, I can deal with it. I can deal with it. It's fine. It's fine. And like, it's not fine. It just gets worse. And if you find something like that so annoying, it doesn't get less annoying. <laughs> Doug would eat his, use his silverware, like overhand. Oh, like a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> that was so embarrassing in like public and like formal settings where you're at a business meeting at like the Four Seasons and Holmes is holding it like a toddler and you're like, oh, oh he looks so bad. Oh, that's man. cringe. That is cringe. So that never gets better. Actually, well, this will just be my follow-up question. What's something that is so cringe right now? Right now? Yeah. I don't know. I can't keep up. Everything's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I find the news is a little cringy. All the political strife back and forth, back and forth. Like, it's just exhausting. And it's it's just a moment for, like, the boomers mm -hmm. the boomer generation to like it's their it's their sitcoms if you will daytime tv no what, what soap operas yeah soap operas not daytime tv excuse me soap operas that's what this is turning out to be mm, yeah they're and play acting you have two different sides and it's like oh insider trading this and secrets that and like some people are making out it's literally <laughs> politics <laughs> I met someone this weekend. We were talking about sports at ESPN. And he's like, no, you should watch Fox Sports because ESPN oh. is a machine and a factory and no one has a personality. And on Fox Sports, they all have a personality. I'm like, everyone has a shtick. Like, yeah. the, that's the personality on ESPN is that they keep, they hold it together and right. they have intelligent conversations. And you're talking about you want chaos in your life. And that's their shtick. Like, and that's what represents society right now. Mm -hmm. They want. And that is what I feel like is cringe in current society. If you ESPN was the original, mm -hmm. you're not going to knock it, right? It wouldn't, they wouldn't be here if it weren't for ESPN. Right. So that's who we were at that moment in time. We wanted to legitimize and say, this is really just as important as the news. This represents yes. a large people, a large portion of people's lives. So here's the other side to that. So now that they just want to water it down and make it slapstick. Mm-hmm. Actually, there's a gimmicky. There's a cringe, that's a gimmick. That's a gimmick. <laughs> there's a cringe new network coming out. It's called Good American TV or something like that. And it's all about like wholesome American values. And that's how they're educating people. And reversing about... back to the 1950s. And like they don't have like any same sex programming. Oh, they have like shit. all traditional roles. I'm going to watch it. But that's how they're going to brainwash yeah, people. Like, oh, you're going to get cringe. those like Southern Baptist Christians. Yes. And they're the ones. And they're like, why have we never done this before? I bet they're going to do a TikTok platform, too. Oh, 100%. Oh, my God. Actually, and also, sorry, I'm people watch belong to a megachurch, but megachurches are so cringe. Oh, yeah. Because it's all cult following. The cadence of how they talk is actually the worst part, because this is how they do it. Like, all right, so the heat is out of my house right now, and we had the maintenance man come. They went to the wrong apartment, and I just think, God. What is the lesson I need to take out of this right now? You know what, Jesus? I'm listening to you. I'm thinking, thank my lucky stars. I'm not on the street being a homeless person. I'm going to go donate some time and money. I'm going to donate some clothes. God, thank you so much for this experience that I had in my life of the heat going out in my house. Praise Jesus. Yeah. Amen. 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 Amen.
<laughs> on that note, a- amen, besties. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Disclaimer, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The stories and statements expressed herein are experiences and opinions. They may not represent the views of the production studio or the hosts. If you disagree with our content, that's okay. No podcast is perfect for everyone.